want to know you, Lord. We want to know you, Lord. Hello, West Angeles and people of God. It is my pleasure to be addressing you at this time. As you know, God often deposits something into a person's spirit so they may deposit it into somebody else's spirit. And it is my pleasure to deposit into you what God has deposited into me. Every once in a while, we look up and realize that the world is a shaky place. And then even beyond that, many of the people who come in and out of our lives are just as shaky as the world we live in. Case in point, I had a friend who did not want to let somebody get away with something and they wanted to know why they should let God deal with it. Why shouldn't I do it myself and why should I let God deal with this situation? Well, reason number one is if you are a believer, by obedience, you have to leave certain things to God. Reason number two is if you don't show mercy and forgiveness to others, God will not show it to you. It doesn't matter how many reasons I give. Every and any reason given does more harm to the person who won't let things go than to the one that they try to hurt. I often wondered why David let certain people get away with certain things in my human thinking. And now I realize Psalm 9 is all about faith and trust in God. Psalm 9, 1 through 7 reads, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. When my enemies turn back, they shall fall and perish at your presence. For you have maintained my right and my cause. You sat on the throne judging in righteousness. You have rebuked the nations. You have destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. Oh, enemy destructions are finished forever. And you have destroyed cities. Even their memory has perished. People don't even remember them. But the Lord shall endure forever. He has prepared his throne for judgment. These words show that the psalmist began with giving thanks to God. He said, I will praise you with my whole heart. When you wake up, you should focus on God and give him praise. David said, I will tell all of your marvelous works and I will be glad and rejoice in you. And I will sing praise to your name. Always understand that we as believers do well to start everything with prayer, praising God with the whole heart, telling of his goodness and rejoicing while singing praises to his name. 
That is a good thing to do. However, David also mentioned enemies in the text. Enemies are something that if you have them and if you're not careful, they can ruin your days, weeks, and even your life. Somebody's holiday season might be a little brighter if they did not focus so much on their enemies and what they might be plotting. There was this dog who hated birds because the birds would come and eat his food when he was a puppy. Well, years had passed by and the dog was about five years now. One day, one day the dog was playing outside the gate and saw a bird off in the distance. The dog remembered how much he hated birds and thought to himself, I'm about to kill that bird. I can't stand that bird. So the dog took off running and jumped at the bird. It jumped as far and as high as he could. The bird took off flying to safety, but the dog continued to fly over the cliff to his death. The dog was able to see the bird, but the dog could not see the cliff behind the bird. Don't kill yourself trying to kill somebody else. Learn to do what David did in Psalm 9 and leave it to God. It's not about the enemies and who they are. It's about trusting God and what he said. It's not about what they can do, but it's about what God can do. If you focus too much on your enemies, you end up falling victim to resentment and revenge. Nelson Mandela said resentment is like drinking poison and then hoping it will kill your enemies. Resentment will cause you to see everything through the eyes of negativity, which will kill any positive thoughts you may have. Revenge, on the other hand, is resentment for somebody else that causes you to take matters. It causes you to take God's matters into your own hands. Where the Bible says vengeance is mine. A person that seeks and takes revenge says, God, it is mine, not yours. Vengeance is mine because I'm doing it my way. David knew these things and based on the words of the text, David knew to leave his enemies to God because God is the righteous judge. What really speaks loudly to me through these words is that David had an extreme trust in God because David never once complained in this prayer. He didn't even worry because he said, when my enemies show up, they will perish at your presence. This psalm, Psalm 9, is not so much about enemies. It is more about trusting God and thanking him for being the righteous judge he is and trusting him to deal with your situations and 
your enemies. We clearly see that David put his total trust in God and the scriptures say you have maintained my right and my cause. You sit on high judging in righteousness. God, you even rebuke nations to the point that nobody remembers them. David was able to see much of God's handiwork with his own eyes, just as we have. It might not have been a giant named Goliath that stood 11 feet tall, but it might have been a giant catastrophe. Just like God delivered David from the giant, he delivered you out of the giant catastrophe you faced. This is why David began this psalm with prayer and praise, because when you know what God has done, you have got to stop and give him praise. So David started out the prayer thanking God. And as far as his enemies, he was able to leave them to God. You might want to ask, what's the point? Well, the point is this, if we hold on to resentment or seek our own revenge in any way, we have some serious problems. First problem is this, we don't trust God at his word. The second problem is that we believe our way is better than God's way. The third problem is that we would rather take the evil route of resentment and revenge rather than wait and rely on God. But when a man's ways please the Lord, even his enemies will be at peace with him. So instead of taking revenge, just try to please the Lord and the Lord will deal with the hearts of your enemies. David in the text spoke as if God had already dealt with his enemies. And when it comes to your enemies and people coming against you, just know that God has already dealt with it and have the faith to believe that he's got it all in his hand. David said that his enemies shall perish at God's presence. He said that you have rebuked the nations, you have destroyed the nations, you have blotted them out. And then he said, oh, enemy destructions are finished. Life and people might be getting the best of you, but leave them to God. I'm not going to worry about my enemies. I'm not going to worry about what they're doing or anything else because God, I've seen what you have done and I know what your word says that you will do. Psalm 138.7 say, though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the anger of my foes. With your right hand, you save me. Deuteronomy 20 verse one, read this way. When you go to war against your enemies and see horses and chariots and an army that is greater than yours, do not be afraid of them because the Lord your God 
who brought you up out of Egypt will be with you. If God is with you, you don't have to let anybody rain on your parade. Just forget about them and leave them to Jesus. There were many times that Jesus had right to take revenge. There were many times that Jesus could have acted out against his enemies. But the one time I know he did act out against his enemies, I'm so glad that he acted out with grace and mercy and love because the Bible says at one time or another, we all were enemies of God. But instead of taking revenge, instead of getting us back for our wrongs, the Bible says that Jesus loved us enough to make us brothers and sisters when we were enemies. Jesus loved us enough to die and he loved us too much to stay dead. So he shook death off and got up. And because he got up, the enemy called death cannot find his sting. So David praised God because he knew he had the victory. And if you trust God and leave it all to him, just trust that you will get the victory also. Leave your enemies to God and get on with your life. Leave your enemies to God and he will do the judging. Just look away and praise God's holy name. I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praises to your name, O Most High. My prayer right now is that we focus more on giving God glory than glorifying our anger. Forgiving someone else is a gift that you give to yourself. And I hear God saying, forgive them for they know not what they do. Leave them to God and give God thanks. Leave them to God and forgive them like he forgave you. I mentioned it before, all of us have been enemies of God. And thank God he did not give us what we deserved, but he gave us love. He gave us grace and he gave us mercy that allows us to come to him in our times of need. We were all in darkness. We were all in sin. We were enemies of God but he demonstrated his love for, to us. Now that is love. And I thank God that he moved with love and because God moves with love and we believe him and trust him, we also should move with love. Leave your enemies to God, forgive your enemies so God can forgive you. If you know that God is not in your life and Jesus is not in your heart, I would urge you to pray this prayer after me. And if you do so, your life will never be the same. Please repeat this prayer after me right now. Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus is your son. I believe he died on a cross for my sins was dead for three days and walked out of the grave three days later, 
alive with all power in his hand. So, Father, because of this, I want to be a partaker of your salvation. So, Jesus, come into my heart, come into my life, change my thinking and change my ways. Forgive me for my sins and create in me a new heart. I'll be quick to give you the praise and the honor for the salvation you have given me. I'll be quick to give your name glory. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen and amen. Remember, if you have enemies, if you have people in your life that are bothering you, do like David did. Trust God, have faith in his word, and leave them to God. I want to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you, the West Angeles family and friends for assisting us in being a blessing to those that are less fortunate. This past week, our CDC and volunteer services provided meals, gift cards, and turkeys to those in our community that are less fortunate and in need. In spite of this pandemic, losses of jobs, and all that is going on around us, we have much to be thankful for. We have been blessed to be a blessing. Over 300 individuals walked up, drove up, and were greeted with warm hearts willing to serve them. Our pastor, Bishop Charles Blake, came out to pray a blessing on those that were serving and being served. He thanks you for your kindness and support. We at West Angeles want to continue to be a blessing throughout the holidays. So if you didn't have an opportunity to give and would still like to do so, it is not too late. You can give today or even on this coming Tuesday, Giving Tuesday. This day has been set aside to give to organizations that are helping others. And in your giving, please remember your own church, West Angeles Church of God in Christ. You can give online through one of our apps listed on your screen. Thank you in advance for your kindness and may God richly bless you this holiday season.